0: Hello, hello, and welcome to The Mental Matchup, a podcast where we hope to shed light on one of the hardest competitions an athlete will ever face, the matchup against their own mind. I'm Kat, and today I sit down with Kristen Vaca, a student athlete and Morgan's Message Ambassador at McKendree University. Throughout the episode, Kristen opens up about her experience as an international student, both through the recruiting process and also as a student living in a new country for college. Kristen talks about her own struggles with mental health and how she has helped spearhead initiatives to bring about changes at her school to give student athletes more safe spaces around campus. With that, let's get right into it.
1: Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the Mental Matchup. I am incredibly excited to have you on. To kind of kick us off, can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, where you are, and what you do?
2: Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me on here. Um, So I'm Kristen Baca. I am in my junior year of college right now. I go to McKendree University, which is in um, Southern Illinois. And I'm actually from Stony Creek, Ontario, Canada. Um, I'm a Kendry. I am on the women's volleyball team here. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it about me.
1: Let's get right into it. What was growing up like in Canada? What kind of role did sports play in your upbringing?
2: Um, so for sports um, I kind of like tried out a bunch of different things Um, for most of my like time growing up though I was a competitive dancer and um, I did that for maybe around like six years and I was also trying out other sports as well like I tried out figure skating, soccer um, and then when I was at around I want to say the sixth grade Um, I started playing volleyball like I was doing like recreational programs and things like that in summer camps and I felt like it really stuck with me like it was a a sport that like I was good at and also I really enjoyed playing so then going into um, seventh grade my dad had looked into like club teams for like Um, me to start playing at well me and my sister because my sister and I both like grew up playing volleyball together and like doing everything together and we found a club that was maybe around like uh, like five minutes away so we just tried out there and we started out there and I played there my first three years and then once I like kind of started high school like that's when I realized like I was like pretty good at the sport and like I really wanted to like continue playing past high school um so I ended up moving to a different club that was a little bit further away like maybe around like 20-25 minutes away and at that point um that club was going to give me like more opportunities to get recruited um and sports is just always like a big part of my family like my parents didn't really play sports growing up but like me and my sister both played volleyball and like I have an older brother who played hockey so we were very like we were always like very active and always like doing something
1: what I know you you said almost like immediately you felt like this connection with volleyball what what was it in high school middle school whatever it was that kind of led you to the conclusion that you know I want to play this sport at the next level.
2: Um. So in high school, so when I so when I was a freshman in high school, um, I was on our like junior or like JV team, and our team was mostly so like for juniors it was like um freshmen and sophomores and there weren't many uh freshmen on the team and I was one of the starters on the team and then um at the end of our season we have like our school board has like an all-star game so I went to a catholic high school and it would basically be in my hometown like all the catholic high schools in our school board um they would pick like one to three girls depending on how your team finished and then you would play um girls from the like public school board and it would basically, it was just like, well, like the Hamilton all-star game. And it was just like basically the Catholic board versus the public board. And so when I was a freshman in high school, I was picked for that team. And I had actually, like, I had played like one of the best games um, of my life, like at that game. And so that was kind of like a moment where I was like, okay, like this is something like I am like pretty good at. And I like genuinely think that like, if I continue to put in more like work into it, more effort into it, like I could definitely continue playing like down the road.
1: So I'm not as familiar with like Canada in the sense, uh, well, a lot of senses, but more so sports wise. And I know there's a lot of differences just between like athletics and university versus college and kind of structure with that how did you make the decision to play in the U.S.? Like, was that always something that was top of mind or was that something as you got better, you realized like, hey, maybe I could, you know, use this as an opportunity to go to undergrad in the U.S.?
2: Um. So for me, when I have figured out that I really want to continue like playing volleyball in college, I immediately have, like, I was sort of set on going to America. And, like, there's a few reasons behind that. Like, one, I find that, like, the sports in the U.S. at the college level is valued a lot more and appreciated a lot more than it is in Canada. Like, for example, a lot of, like, alumni will still go to, like, football games and stuff like that from university um like or college games that like they or like colleges that they went to whereas like you don't see that in Canada or at least like where I'm at like you don't see that often and just in general like I just find that at the U.S. like in the U.S. I would get a lot more opportunities for volleyball and also academically there's just a lot more opportunities and like um when I like when I eventually go to grad school like more opportunities a bigger and like a bigger variety of uh, programs.
1: Got it. So what was it about McKendree that kind of spoke to you?
2: So I was getting recruited during, um, I was getting recruited during COVID and Ontario was really, really strict with restrictions. Um. So I, during my whole recruiting process, like I was never able to go visit any schools or anything. So like, my whole recruiting process was basically emails and zoom calls. And I had had a few offers from some schools, like a couple in Canada. I was still like trying to keep my options open since it was during COVID. And then, so a couple in Canada and like a few in the U S but like none of the schools I really loved, Like I just didn't really feel like that immediate like connection with either the coach or like if I met the girls like them as well. And I had reached out to my coach, Nikki, and we had a call and like on it, like we kind of just hit it off. Like I found that she was like the one coach that I connected with the best. And um, when I mean, we kind of like, one of like my big things is just like a coaching, like what her coaching style was and like a lot of her values and beliefs is sort of like what I need in a coach. So that was the one thing. And then a couple of weeks after our first call, I had a Zoom with some of the girls on the team, and they were very welcoming and like like I towards the end of the conversation, I was talking to them as as if I've known them for like five or ten years. Like I just immediately connected with them really well, which I didn't really have that connection with some of the girls at other schools that I talked to. Um. So then a couple of weeks after that call, I ended up getting an offer and I wanted my parents to sort of talk to my coach to just like this whole like process is very new like for my parents as well because like my brother didn't continue playing hockey and like my sister and I were both going both going through recruiting so like the whole thing was new to them so I was like I want you guys to meet her and like because I also trust her instinct I'm like I want you guys like like if you have like a good feeling about her like I'm sort of like I'll go there and like they loved her like so much. And
1: I just felt like it was the best fit for me. Gotcha. Before we kind of go into your transition of moving and kind of leaving one type of culture and going into another, what was your experience like with mental health growing up?
2: Um. So in terms of like mental health, it wasn't really talked about much in my family and it's not that anyone in my family is like I know there's like common things about like people who don't believe in it and like my family like we all believe in it and it's just that we never really I found that like when my brother played hockey and then when my sister and I were playing volleyball like we never really had a lot of mental struggles that we were facing while playing those sports like it sort of was like a thing that hit for at least for me like it hit later so it just wasn't really talked about much because we weren't like none of us were really we just didn't really like deal with anything like anxiety and
1: um, it was almost like out of sight out of mind yes exactly
2: is first way to put it
1: got it um let's talk about the transition and the move from Canada to the U.S. um I mean, I know it wasn't that long ago, but what was that initial adjustment like?
2: Um, So going in, I was actually a lot more excited than nervous. Um, I'm like really good with like adapting to change. So I wasn't really afraid to make the move, especially because from where I live at home to where McKendree is, it's like around a 12 hour drive. So I wasn't really that nervous but since volleyball a Fall Sport like as soon as I got there we kind of just like got right into it and the first thing that was like hard for me was just like adjusting to like how demanding like uh how I call- how demanding college um collegiate at- athletics are um so that adjustment was really hard and like it was just um very it was a little bit overwhelming for me because since Ontario was really strict with COVID restrictions. The last time I played volleyball before that was in March because we like um gyms were closed, like um we couldn't like do anything. Like the most I could do was like try and play my backyard, which is obviously a different environment compared to like indoor. So it was definitely hard and I was definitely like really behind. So it made me very overwhelmed. Um but I was really grateful. I ended up living with three other girls and all of us were like freshmen on volleyball. So even though like kind of what I was going through was different from what they were, because like I'm international and they're all from America. We were all sort of dealing with like the normal stuff that like freshmen deal with, like homes, like all of us got like pretty homesick at points, And um. So I'm just, like, really, I'm really grateful, like, that I had them there to, like, support me. And obviously, they don't understand what I'm going through as much, but, like, they were always there to help me. And just, like, if I need to talk to them about anything or, like, get my
1: mind off of things, like, they're always there. That's awesome that you had that kind of initial support system. Um yeah. What was the rest of your freshman year like? Like it seemed like there's a little bit of an adjustment period, getting used to being away from home, probably getting used to differences in probably food, kind of class, like just the whole structure of life and routine. And then on top of it, you layer in very demanding practice and game schedules. Um, How did the rest of the year go for you? Um,
2: So the rest of my freshman year, it was pretty good our freshman year was a little bit hectic like as a team we had like a couple girls quit during our season and there was just a like we had like I think four or five injuries so at one point we I think we had 10 girls on the roster that could actually like dress and go for games so towards the end of my freshman year I was actually um able to play a bit which was really good and like, I still remember getting, like, thrown into my first game. where one starting middle had hurt um, her thumb the night before at a game. And then the next day, like, RAT had looked at it and was like, yeah, like, you can, like, barely move it. Like, you're not good to play. So then my coach was like, okay, Kristen, well, you're in. And I was, like, in shock. I was like, there's, like, I, I was, like, I couldn't believe that I was, like, about to start playing my, my first collegiate game. So I ended up playing like, I think, four or five games. And honestly, I played, I thought I played really well. Um, and my team, we have really good energy. So like when they are like hyping me up, like it gets me like even more hyped. So honestly, like my freshman year was really good. Um, But I just wanted to point out something because you had mentioned like differences in like cultures. And I always say, because whenever someone asks me like, what's like the biggest difference? with like American Canada and the one thing is the food for sure. Like what even do you mean? like so like I always like I don't know like it's like for example like for like fast food and stuff like that portions here are so much bigger. <laughs> um and I just think that like like obviously like yeah like I know like Canada has like their like issues as well but um like I think it's just like a healthier like People in Canada eat a little bit healthier. Almost,
1: There's no no shame to no shame to America. I'm not shocked. Yeah, we put a lot of stuff in our food and don't have as many regulations as yeah other countries. <laughs> um, that's funny though that that's like the thing that kind of stands out to you. So, you have a year under your belt playing collegiate volleyball, competing school, all that. You go home. You come back for sophomore year. How was your sophomore year? How was your mental health? And kind of walk us through what that was like.
2: Yeah, so uh, my sophomore year was definitely a lot more rocky. So our second week into the season, I got a concussion. Um, And I have had a couple concussions before. So I like even like that previous spring season, I had a concussion. I was out for a little bit. Like I was able to bounce back from it fine. Um, but this one, since it was so early in the season and I was sort of like physically and mentally, like I was kind of like going, I was on an uphill. So then when I got that concussion, I was out for maybe like a week, which isn't that much. But then coming back that following week and our team just had a tournament in Wisconsin, they played really well. They defeated like a ranked team. And then coming back in and like, I wasn't there to like, kind of like, like partake in that, like it was definitely, it definitely did like hit me mentally. Like it kind of, it started, like I had like, I did have a big setback from that basically like physically and mentally. And then there was one practice where I started feeling like very like faint and like kind of like sluggish a bit. so um And like my coach, like you said, like you don't like, like you look like, like white like pale, like you like should go to like health services, like go get that checked out. So like I spoke to health services, got it all checked out, and I was borderline anemic. Which like okay, like that happens. Like I know how to like explain now.
1: Can you explain to the audience? Oh yeah. So basically,
2: I was just I was iron deficient. Um so that's why I was feeling like very like faint and very sluggish just because like my iron levels were very low especially for an athlete like they were like concerningly low so I had to then like go on a certain diet where I had to like cut out some foods and um, try and like increase other foods like for example they I had to cut out dairy like like dairy is like one of the things that will um, like kind of like make you more more iron deficient Mm -hmm. but as like increase things like um I still remember like sweet potatoes spinach like ground beef things like that um so once I was doing that like my iron levels like I started noticing I was getting like a lot more like a lot more energy at practice and stuff like that but with that I ended up having a a, like drastic weight loss as well a roughly around 15-20 pounds because of the foods that I had to cut out and my body i just don't think like my body was just not like used to that like drastic change so i just had like all these like issues like throughout this season um and it it really took a toll on me um i like was just i would it would get to the point where when i would go into practice like i would be so nervous to step it on the court because i was just so overwhelmed with like everything I was kind of dealing with on the outside um and I just felt that like even though my energy was getting back like I still wasn't making progress volleyball wise so I was just like I was just always anxious always overwhelmed um which you shouldn't feel like that when you're like going to play like your sport so that's when like I started like kind of like getting really like frantic and freaking out a bit because also like I've never even experienced like feelings like this so then when I was I was like honestly I was was a bit of a mess
1: I was about to say like what like it can be scary especially if you don't know what's going on like I have have had friends who are like my heart's pumping I start sweating I like kind of like forget like what I'm doing and I panic like what what's happening to me did you kind of realize right away that like this isn't normal, or did it take you some time to kind of raise a white flag and say, Whoa, like I might need to get some help, I might need to figure out what's going on with me?
2: Um, so it kind of like it was probably a couple weeks after our season ended where I was really like, Okay, like I was kind of just doing some like reflecting back on our season, and I just realized like those feelings that I was feeling during our season are they're like that's like not really I guess like not that it's like not really like normal for me to feel like that. And I kind of like dwelled on it a bit and I've talked about it a lot with my parents. And then I kind of I told them I was like, I need to like go talk to someone about this. Like I really should go see like at least like our family doctor and talk about this with them and just see because like this is it's just like it wasn't really normal for me like I've never had experience or like felt anything like this um so around like a month after season was done I was back home over winter break and I went to go see my doctor and she did like I talked to her and like told her like everything I was experiencing and feeling and she did say that I she's like by like what we like see like you have like mild depression and moderate anxiety and like obviously recommended me like ton of things to do had like referred me to go to therapy um and it was just honestly like just like hearing all that I was I was just sort of like kind of in shock almost because I don't like no one in my family has even like ever talked about therapy even like I mentioned before like mental health was just wasn't really talked about my family so then like when she was telling me like I was like like what this was like I, I kind of like freaked out a little bit because like this is like not like me but then over time I started to realize like this is like this is normal like there are so many student athletes out there that deal with this and um deal with things like this and like it's just it's so hard and I think the reason why I was thinking that like that a lot is because so many people nowadays put such like a negative connotation on mental health like it's a problem when it really isn't so that's why I was freaking out but over time I've learned like it's not a bad thing at all
1: no and I definitely agree I think when you're not around it and you don't really know what it is and you kind of think of all the stigmas associated with depression anxiety bipolar like all of the things under the sun it can be scary and you can think like that's not me like I'm not like that um but ultimately I think being formally diagnosed and really given like the tools to manage and heal yourself is so empowering um so I'm glad that you were kind of able to embrace you know the healing tools like therapy and whatever else, you know, your doctor decided was like best for you and your situation to kind of learn how to manage it, especially, you know, as someone who that wasn't necessarily something that they were ever around, um, growing up. Cause that can also be really scary when you don't have someone, who's in your corner who like knows or has seen it before or who can kind of be like, Oh yeah. Like let's, let's go here. Let's do this. It's great though that, you know, you advocated for yourself and was able to go see, see a doctor. Um, Mm -hmm. what, what have you felt like has been the biggest? And what, what do you think has made the biggest impact in terms of managing your mental health? Like some of the tools maybe you use, to kind of i don't know manage your day to day mental health feelings emotions anything under in that realm um
2: so the main thing that i've done for sure is journaling that's something that um actually journaling wasn't even something that like my doctors recommend it was actually what my coach recommended because when i came back from school i like opened up to her about all of this and she was she was and still is like super super supportive about it and like she was just she's told me about like things like when she was in college and things that have helped her and then she's like I would she just get like recommended me things to do so the one thing I did do was I was journaling a lot and I still do it to this day and that was back in I think January yeah and um I to this day every every morning every night and I have a separate one. I just started doing this now, like starting my um junior year for volleyball. I have a separate one also for volleyball, and I write like I do like goal setting and then like reflect on my goals. Um, and also one thing that I've just done for sure is I've been really big on trying to remember like my identity and this was a big thing that my coach and I talked about a lot because a lot of it is sort of like I have to like remind myself and like my coach talks about this all the time like she's like I'm not just a coach like I'm also a daughter I'm a mom I'm a girlfriend like it's things like that and like I have to remind myself like I'm not just like a volleyball player like same thing like I'm a daughter I'm a sister I'm Like there's so many like different parts that make up who you are. And when there's one of those, when one of them is like not really working out to how you would like, um, or if you're not living, if you feel as though you're not living up to that sort of identity, like there are so many other things that make up who you are. Like that one thing is not going to like, I don't know, like ruin yourself, I guess. don't. that's like the best way I can explain it but just like the like that like that reminder is um just the biggest the biggest thing for me for sure and then just um reminding myself to just like treat your body like how you treat your mind like it's so like it's just something i've picked up at, like as i play through college like it like your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And so many people don't know that going into college, like as a student athlete. And it's just so important that like, if you're like, if your mind needs a rest, like like, it deserves it. And if your body needs a rest, like it deserves it. Like it's like, they go hand in hand with each other.
0: We're going to take a quick break and we'll get back to Kristen in a moment i'd like to take a second to talk about morgan's message without whom this podcast would not be possible morgan's message was founded in july of 2020 to honor morgan rogers who is a beloved sister teammate daughter and fiercely loyal friend our mission is simple amplify stories resources and expertise to strengthen student athlete mental health building a community by and for athletes through peer-to-peer conversations and providing a platform for advocacy. To get involved, to find out more, or to just follow along, head to morgansmessage.org or find us on Instagram at morgansmessage. With that, let's get back to the episode.
1: do want to talk about like you've gone through these experiences and you're on the podcast talking about you know your story and what you've gone through and kind of how you manage the day-to-day and have been able to to get through through it what are you kind of doing now to continue you know advocating for mental health
2: yeah so um I kind of started taking more initiative into it towards the end of my sophomore year so in one of my classes um, it was my small group communications class and we had a like a like the second half of the semester we had a group project where we had to pick an issue on campus and sort of talk about like why this is an issue what solutions our school has and like why they aren't really working and then offer new solutions so in my group we chose because my group had um it was me and then one of the swimmers at my school and then a couple other students as well but we picked student athlete mental health because one thing that I did kind of pick up on and I did talk about with my coach a bit is that my like McKendree does not really have a lot of resources for student athletes who are dealing with mental struggles all we really have is like a counseling department but they kind of oversee everyone and there's I it's just like it's really hard I find that I've gone to the counseling at my school and they a lot of my struggles are obviously dealing with like the athletics and a lot of it's just not really geared towards that from what they're like it's not like geared towards what I need and that was kind of like where I was like okay like this is an issue on campus like we should try and come up with solutions so we offered some solutions and at the, during our finals week, we gave a presentation to um, our class and then any administrative staff. So our head athletic director, our assistant athletic director was there as well as my graduate assistant coach and like some of the girls, on my team. And um, when I gave like this presentation and our athletic director was like, he like said, like at the end, he's like, that was like, an awesome presentation like you gave great ideas like we're definitely like trying to like implement some of this stuff and then after that my grad uh, assistant coach she pulled me aside and we were just talking a bit she like had no idea that I was like a really big advocate for it and she ended up telling me about Morgan's message because she follows them on Instagram and she's like oh like you know they have these like educational master programs you should apply for it and I like as soon as I got home I like went back to my apartment and I applied for it I was like this is like like I'm actually like really passionate about trying to just make change on my campus and um so then a week later I got accepted into the program and then over the summer I've just kind of been like drafting ideas of things that like I can try and implement at the school. Cause I've been still talking with like our athletic director and assistant athletic uh, assistant athletic directors of things that we can do. Um right now, like no one's really back at school yet. I'm just at school right now for preseason. So there's like there's nothing that we can really do right now. But starting next week, we're gonna like kind of try and like introducing some things but for example like our volleyball team in September we're hosting a mental health awareness game and like it's also a dedication game for Morgan's message and it's just like things and then after I posted about how we're doing this I actually had um someone on our water polo team reach out to me and he said that his team is going to try and do a dedication game as well in October so I'm just like really happy that like what I'm promoting is actually like inspiring people and wanting people to like become more involved. I had, I've had a lot of people from different sports at my school um like reach out to me and just say like, what you're doing is awesome. Like I want to help in any way I can, or like, I'm going to tell this to my team. Like we're going to try and do this. Cause also McKendree is like 80% athletes. We have 37 sports teams here. So a lot of people, and it's just, it's really, like, interesting, like, finding out, like, how many people kind of, like, struggle with stuff like this. But they also, like, me agree that McKendree needs to do more. Like, we just don't have enough resources for our student-athletes. So just the fact that, like, um, everyone is kind of, like, a lot of people are getting, like, more involved is just super, super awesome. And I'm just, I am just super grateful that I kind of like sort of like sparked a lot of this because it's like, it is a really difficult thing to like do. Some people, there are people that are like, what is she doing? Like, or like, don't take it seriously, but I'm just like really grateful that I'm, I'm making some sort of change on my campus.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that the ambassador program is so incredible and like the student athletes are really making a difference in the world. Um, And so that, that definitely warms my heart. Um, We are just about at time. So I like to normally wrap with two closing questions. The first one being, if you could go back to yourself when you were struggling the most, what piece of advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now? Um...
2: i probably just tell myself that, like, probably just to sort of, like, everything happens for a reason. A lot of times I was really caught up in, like, what was happening, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, everything sucks, and... It's just I if I had told myself like this is happening because like something great is gonna happen down the road and it might be in like a week or a month or a year. If I think if I had reminded myself of that, um, it definitely would I feel like I just it would have been like a whole different journey. Um, because even like now, for example, like in volleyball, I was a middle my freshman, sophomore year and starting my junior year, I actually switched positions and I'm now on right side. So that's sort of like the thing where like in the moment, like it was, like it sucked when I was like a middle, like my, like my mentality was just not good. But now that I've like switched positions and like, I'm like really thriving in this position, like this is just something greater that came out of it.
1: That's awesome. Last question is what are you most grateful for?
2: my family 100% I they have
1: always supported
2: me from day one and they always tell me that like no matter what I'm like they're always like proud of me and um especially with like all like this like like the mental health stuff that I've been initiating at my school um like my parents just always remind me like they're always like supporting me and Um, like they're like super proud of me and then with my siblings like they're always just super engaged like I've like talked about my sister a lot so she's my twin actually both of us play volleyball but she's out in New Jersey and even though both of us are in season right now and like all that we still support each other all the time like we'll watch each other's games as much as we can and just just knowing that like I have that sort of
1: support behind my back is just like I wouldn't train that for anything else. That's amazing. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for all the work you're doing and also for coming on The Mental Matchup and sharing your story.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Huge Thank you to Kristen for joining the mental matchup for this special episode. I really just am so excited to have the space to be able to share, you know, Kristen's experiences with the mental matchup audience, everything from being an international student to recruiting and the different cultures. And then, you know, her experiences and struggles with mental health and ultimately how she was able to take those experience and help spearhead initiatives to bring changes at her own school to give student athletes more space, safe spaces. Um, if you felt inspired after listening to this to share your own story, whether it be through our written Blog platform or through the podcast itself, we would love to have you on. Please reach out to submission at morgansmessage.org or head to morgansmessage.org to learn more about Morgan's message. Who we would not be here without, please head to morgansmessage.org. You can follow us on Instagram at morgansmessage. We We hope that maybe you found a little bit of inspiration to, you know, find out more, follow along, learn a little bit about what we do. Um, And lastly, thank you to everyone listening for, you know, being an audience member, being a part of this community. We are so incredibly grateful to have, have you. And with that, I will see you next episode.